0: Welcome back to episode 159 of the Draft FC podcast. Welcome back to the Draft FC podcast, the podcast and website dedicated to all things official Draft FPL. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for another Game Week preview going over waiver options, hidden gems and some general Premier League chat ahead of Game Week 24. Now thank God that Game Week 23 is over. I had more Minus ones in my starting 11 than I did attacking returns. And even that came from Lewis Dunk. Some bizarre results in that game week. Lots of goals, the usual lack of clean sheets. I did a bit of counting over the season so far to try and work out how many clean sheets we've been seeing on average. It currently stands at around four per game week. So that means if you were to pluck a defender at random out of the waiver pile, you've got about a 20% chance, you know, based on that overall average, 20% chance of getting a clean sheet. More importantly, an 80% chance of picking out a dud. So just another factor, I think, showing how much the defender position, the value has really sunk like a lead balloon this year. And it's really the midfield that's carrying the majority of us through and the ones where really we can make the most difference. That being said, there are always clean sheets to be had. And if we can get the edge and try and pick them out, we can get even more of an advantage over our rivals. Now I'm recording this episode on Wednesday the 7th of February, so any team news, injury developments, or press conference info are up to date as of then, and of course subject to change. Some of the players we'll be discussing in this episode include Ansu Fati, Harvey Barnes, Davi Fofana, plus quite a few more, so let's get straight into it. So let's kick things off with Watch and have a look at the main players coming in and out last week in Game Week 23. So the players coming in were Bradley, who unfortunately has to miss out of that match due to the passing of his father, which is very sad to hear. E was getting brought in, Brogia, Adebayo and Mopay. So lots of moves for strikers out there. The players then leaving for them were Raul Jimenez, Levi Colwell, Paul Torres, Chris Wood and Archer. Looking at the fixtures, and the biggest news since the last pod is the addition of Liverpool against Luton to for the 21st of February, which gives both clubs a double game week in game week 25. So the one right after this one. Now I already mentioned the City Brentford addition into that double game week. So both of them we already know about. And trying to find a Manchester City player in the Waverpool is not going to be easy. So for Liverpool, that means they've got Burnley at home this week, then they have Brentford away and Luton at home for their double. They do then blank after that, along with Spurs, Chelsea, and Luton. So just bear that in mind. But that is a very nice three games in two game weeks for any of your Liverpool players. Luton have Sheffield United at home this week, and then a rather difficult double of Man United at home, Liverpool away. So I think even just purely based on that home game against Sheffield United this week, I guess we are gonna have to waver in some Luton players, and I'll be discussing a few of those in just a few moments time. In terms of your one-week punts I like the look of Wolves home to Brentford. I also like Forest home to Newcastle in terms of their attacking players and then also maybe surprisingly Chelsea away to Palace stands out to me. I think that's a good match-up for them even with their struggles given the the personnel that are likely to be missing for Palace and there are a decent handful of Chelsea players available in a lot of waiver piles out there. But let's get into the main picks. Let's start with those Luton options. Now, your Morrises, your Adebeos both have more than 80% ownership in 10 team leagues. If you drop down to eight team leagues, though, their ownership sits closer to the 30 35% mark, which means they're available in most of them. And I think for the majority of eight team leagues out there, there are definitely going to be strikers who are worth dropping for either of them, at least for the next week or two, particularly given those. those to say next two game weeks at least. Doughty is the other big star he's been pushing towards that sort of ownership level over the last few weeks now and again will be pretty hard to come by in engaged draft leagues, particularly bigger ones who have been on the ball with his form in recent weeks. I think the people's choice this week though will be Ross Barkley. Tenting ownership is just a smidge over 10%. And in eight team leagues, his ownership is around 1%, which is pretty remarkable. Obviously, easily could have been put down in the hidden gem section. Besides Adebayo, he has the best non-penalty expected goal involvements per 90 in this Luton side at 0.41, which I know is hardly going to set the league alight. But for a team like Luton, that's a pretty impressive tally. Doughties, for example, who who we all love and rave about. His expected goal involvements, including assists, is around half that, 0.23, just to give it some context. So yeah, I expect Ross Barkley to be a very popular pickup. I've already had one or two questions in the DMs in which Barkley's name has been thrown out there, so I know he's already on lots of your minds already, and I wouldn't bet against him. Next is another player who we may have mentioned, I may have mentioned slightly too early on, on the pod a few weeks ago, and that's Harvey Barnes for Newcastle particularly given the number of us that have had to carry AFCON players, Asian Cup players, injuries, being able to have, you know, held the likes of Harvey Barnes during the last month or so would have been a bit of a luxury, but he's back with a bang. Lovely finish from the edge of the box in their 4-4 draw against Luton. Early doors, I was obviously very much Team Gordon over Barnes, and I think that's proved to be a pretty good bet. But given the injuries, including one obviously to Gordon himself over the weekend, which I think we're yet to get proper detail on yet. I'll have to check later. I think Barnes should see plenty of game time moving forward, particularly just for the remainder of the season. His output in a Leicester shirt has been very good for a number of years now and tends to be up in the teens in terms of total attacking returns. He's got three so far this season, and with 15 Premier League games left to play, could he scrape his way to double figures? Possibly, I certainly think he could. He's in my predicted Newcastle eleven for the upcoming game against Forest, and he's another player that I expect will be very popular on the waivers this week. The other one I expect will be quite popular too, and again has been involved in a couple of questions I've had with you out there already, is Ansu Fati for Brighton. In ten team leagues, his ownership is just eleven percent. Naturally his ownership has dwindled over the past few months while he's been out with injury, but we could finally see a return for the Barca Boy. Now We don't have many minutes to base his form on so far this year, 267 to be exact, so about three games worth. But from that, he has a non-penalty expected goal involvement per 90 of a very impressive 1.01. So in other words, he's expected a goal or an assist every 90 minutes. Now, I do have to caveat that and say he hasn't been allowed to do that so far under Deserby. I think the highest minutes he's got is 70 minutes in a game before being subbed off. I'm not convinced he starts this weekend. I think he probably gets reintroduced from the bench, but you never know. Um, so if you're happy to park him on the bench for a week or two while he makes his comeback, could be a very fun player to own for the running. Into hidden gems and always, always fun, as I say, always nice to be able to talk about a goalkeeper and not least a brand new goalkeeper. And that's Matt Sells for Forest. He went straight into the Forest starting 11, a January, a January move that had, pretty much escaped my attention, I'll be honest. I guess from some of you some of you listeners, he will be a familiar name as he was on the Newcastle Books for a little while, particularly back in their championship days. I think he had a little run of games back in sort of 2016, 17, I think, if that's when Newcastle were were in championship. Since then though, he's been at Strasbourg, he's been their number one. I think he's been their captain in the French league. Wasn't the best start to his Premier League career, conceding from a corner after just five minutes, which I don't think we can blame him for, but he certainly didn't make much attempt to affect the situation. Either way, I think it's a clear statement of intent from Nuno in a position that's been a big problem for them this season. And I would be looking to move out your Turners and your Odysseuses if you still own them. Get cells instead for the time being. In defence, I've just picked out Tosin Adebayo, but really I'm just highlighting the Fulham defence in general. For 10-team leagues, his ownership is 8%. I'd rather have Robinson or Castagna, but they have much higher ownership and may not be so easily gettable. In midfield, a player who I've owned recently and have subsequently dropped, which was Sarabia for Wolves. He's ownership just 8% in 10-team leagues. A very annoying watch for me, as said, having dropped him the week before. wasn't expecting him to step up and, and take the penalty for Wolves in that game, but yeah, which he, he scored very well. Wolves' next four home games are Brentford, Sheffield United, Fulham, and Bournemouth. They do have some tricky away trips in between. But yeah, they've had excellent home form. So having one for their last six. So so having that run now coming up makes them very enticing if you're able to kind of rotate them off and on your bench. Chelsea away this week coming obviously isn't the best, but I think their defenders will definitely be popular one week punts for those upcoming home fixtures. Another one and another name I've mentioned many times on the pod before is Jacob Murphy. His ownership hasn't even got past the 10% mark in 10 team leagues. A tidy draft player to do a job. Two starts on the bounce now. And I think given Almiron's lack of form, he's probably going to get more starts than him. I'm expecting for this coming weekend against Forest, it would be Murphy on the right, Barnes on the left, and most likely Wilson through the middle. Another name and a new one this season was is Hinshelwood for Brighton. His ownership just 2% in 10 team leagues. He's really become one of the Deserbys boys over the past few months. Three goals since game week 15. More importantly, he's averaging 4.4 FPL points per 90 in the league, which is not a bad return at all, particularly in larger leagues. That is a very tidy ticking over of points and definitely a relatively safe bet to start in that team, which does suffer from a lot of rotation. If you're looking to just fill out a spot, a pretty decent starter, particularly in those big leagues, you know, 14, 15, 16 teams, he is a really important player, I think, to be out of the wave pile and in somebody's eleven, just to keep the points ticking over. And then finally, a another striker to sort of enter the the thought process. Mentioned him in in one of the pods last week or the week before when talking about the moves in the the transfer window, and that is David Fafana, who's gone on loan from Chelsea to Burnley. Ownership just four percent in ten team leagues, an assist in his first appearance, and now two goals in his subsequent one off the bench. Obviously, we're hugely skewed by a lack of minutes at the moment, but his current Non-penalty expected goal involvements per 90 is a whopping 2.5. Took advantage of a rare howler by by Leno for the first goal and a good poacher's finish for the second. He will definitely be getting some more starts moving forwards and a welcome addition to the viable striker pool for us draft managers. My most hidden gem pick this week, I think, is a bit of a no-brainer. Um, I had a couple of options on the cards, but once the circumstances presented themselves, you know, obviously Matip's long-term injury. Canate is now suspended, following his sending off against Arsenal. It's Jarrell concert Now, I was, predict- I was tempted to predict a start for him in the last game until I realised it was Arsenal, and there was no chance he was going to get a go in that one. But if you look back, he does actually you know, see pretty regular starts in the team. He, he has been getting regular minutes, and I think even if Canate hadn't been sent off, I may have put him in my predicted 11 to start in this weekend. Ownership in 16-team leagues is just 3%, so he's pretty much universally available. A home game against Burnley this weekend, which is very nice. Then we've got that tasty Liverpool double, which if he puts in a really good performance against Burnley, there's no reason why he couldn't get another run for those games too, or at least play one of them. So we'll have to wait and see. But for now, I think a very good most hidden gem one week punt. In terms of trade talk, the one player who's been on my mind this week, and again, completely unrelated, got a message which involved him this week, is Darwin Nunez for Liverpool. How do you sum up the performances of Darwin Nunes this season or the last couple of seasons? He does absolutely everything right except put the ball in the back of the net sometimes. He's basically running off an XG of about two for every one goal that he scores. So basically he needs two completely barn door chances in order to score one. Despite that, he's sitting on seven goals and nine assists in fantasy terms. So still a very good output. It could be so much more though. I would be very keen on taking him off a fellow manager's hands if I could and I don't think it's too lofty an expectation for him to even get close to doubling his current goal tally before the end of the season and getting close to sort of the 13-14 mark plus one or two extra assists in there too which would really put him up in the bracket of overall FPL point scorers this season. So yeah see, see what you can do. Make some inquiries. I'm certainly going to be. So that is it for this episode. A reminder that the waiver deadline will be processed at the usual time of 11am on Friday morning ahead of a normal weekend of fixtures starting with the Saturday lunchtime kickoff between Manchester City and Everton. If this is your first time to the YouTube channel, please hit the subscribe button and give us a thumbs up as it will help get our videos across to more people and will also keep you informed of any other videos as they drop. For those listening on the pod, Make sure you're subscribed on whichever platform you're listening to so you don't miss out on those as they drop. And for all of you, whether you're watching or listening, if you haven't gone to draftfc.co.uk before, please head over there. You can sign up for absolutely free for a month to try it out with the code draftfcpod, which if you're watching will be flashing along the screen now and you'll be able to take advantage of everything we've got going on there, unrestricted access for the month for free so you can try before you buy. You've got the live game week features, predicted lineups that factor in your team and league, the whole waiver planner, global rank to see how your league's doing. There's so much in there. Go and explore for yourselves. Also, as I've alluded to a couple of times in this episode, more than welcome to message me. It helps keep things ticking along. It gives me inspiration for what I'm going to pod about and, and tweet about and things. And again, as I've just kind of alluded to, the easiest way to get a hold of me is probably on Twitter or X, as it's now known. Give us a follow at Draft underscore FC. Always keeping an eye on that, and and we'll message back usually within twenty four hours. Can be anything at all. Be something you've heard on the pod you disagree with, a query about your own team, discussing a trade, or just about football. Whatever it is, I'm there to chat. Always happy to have new people reach out and chat anything. Draft. So. Best of luck for the waivers ahead of game week 24. Do pay attention to the fixtures. There is some some planning to be done now. Make sure that you're not going to leave yourself too short for that blank game week in a few weeks time as well. But as always, and until next time, stay shook.